Me too. I just did it. That's crazy. That's so crazy. You know what else is crazy? Phantom Persona X Five. We didn't even. You didn't even intro the show. (laughs) I know. (laughs) You're insane. You've lost it. Maybe I should do the intro first. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. You know what else is crazy? What? Uh, wait. I forgot again. Talking games with Kelly and Andrew. Wait. Oh no. That's spoiler alert. Roll the intro. Roll it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. I'm Andrew. I'm Kelly. <laughs> Why do you look so, what's like, distraught? I'm you not distraught. Upset. I'm doing fine. Besides my what acid happened? reflux. Well, yeah. What but happened? What I was trying to sing the opening theme, and then Andrew <laughs> started the episode because he likes to make me feel like a silly goose. Because he'll pause, like he's waiting for me to say something, and then he'll go into the intro, and then I just have to be quiet um, and cut myself off. He's silencing women. Um, Whoa. Classic Andrew. Whoa. Classic misogyny. Whoa. 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 <laughs> Hang on. Hold the, hold the fort. Phone. Hold it. The phone. Hold the phone. Just kidding. Andrew's not a misogynist. But you know who is? <laughs> Mr. Kamoshida. Wow, that was good. He won't be in what we're going to talk about now. And that's Persona 5, The Phantom X. You heard that right, folks. A new Persona 5 mobile game slash PC port coming is coming out in Japan. There's no solid release date, but there is a lot of footage um, it sure does look like Persona 5. Um, it looks like a cheaper version because it's running on a cell phone, but it does still look like Persona 5. Um, I'm impressed in some senses, but also like, okay, here's where I stand. I'm on the fence. Half of me is like, whoa, this looks cool. Like this looks like Persona 5, just more of it. But then there's the other half of me that like, even if I was interested, this is ripping off just so like this is just taking so much straight from Persona Five that I'm like, what is there for me to be interested in? Like, yeah, it's a new cast of characters, I guess. So that's the answer. Is that the answer? Um, they want you to be interested in gotcha mechanics, mm. so that you spend money. Yeah, I'm not going to spend money because I'm not going to get this game even though like it looks impressive and they did put I mean there's a lot of work and love being put into it but also like I just it just feels a little heartless you know yeah they're certainly milking the cow dry yeah you could say that again the persona cow and and the thing is is this being this is being made by a Chinese mobile development studio this is not affecting Persona 6, so anybody who's like, what the heck? Make Persona 6. It's like, well, they probably are. They're probably just taking a long time because, you know, 
they take a while to make games these days especially um but there's a lot of good in this i think it's interesting i think it's good that um <laughs> sorry i'm trying I'm, I'm not distracted i'm just trying to think of something positive the animate there's a lot of cool animations in this trailer so there there's gonna be a lot of cool animations in this game that i'm not gonna play i guess that's a positive I don't know. Are you going to play it? No. I have no, no. interest in uh, gotcha games or mobile. I really am not that interested in mobile games either. Um, I don't feel particularly compelled because I think the thing with like Persona 5 is it's kind of like if you play the original and you play Royal, you're like, oh, my God, is it done already? Like, are we done? Did we save the day? Like, do we have to save the day like six different times? And this just sort of reinforces that feeling of like are we done? Like, must we venture again? Well, there basically already is a Persona 5 2 with Strikers. Right. And that's also the same cast. Like, that's the big thing here. It's an entirely new cast. Not a single shared person, except, like, you can use gotcha mechanics to get, like, Joker and presumably other Persona 5 characters, which I think is kind of icky. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to comment too deeply because I don't want to be, like, rude to the people that are making this game, but. As far as like money grabbing, this feels like pretty high up there on this. The, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to steal the heart of the Sega executive who approved this. Is all <laughs> I'm say. Well, it's like, why are they going into mementos again? You know, didn't we do a whole thing about this? Yeah, and Persona Five Strikers acknowledges that like mementos and palaces are like not a thing for some plot reasons. So. They really, they do acknowledge that. They come up with a way around that, but this does not seem to be doing that. Yeah, at all. I, yeah. I don't really, I'm not really interested. Sorry to say, I like no Persona thanks. Five, but uh, not that much. I mean, I love it, but not enough to download a gotcha game. <laughs> yes, I agree. So, funny enough, uh, I don't it's know if you've be ever funny. played a little video game called Counter Strike. Mm -hmm. uh it's a it's it's a real hardcore gamer game you know you're like drinking your monster energy drink you're eating your doritos is that like an old that's like an old joke isn't it that's like very 2014 isn't it yeah but if you're playing counter-strike still i don't care to be nice to you wow Not that i think there's anything wrong with playing counter-strike but you gotta admit it's fun to put your camp in the monster drinking zone that's funny true um Counter-Strike 2 was announced, uh, which is kind of a big deal because Counter-Strike Go and Counter- uh, 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 well, Counter-Strike Counter Go came out a long time ago, like a long time ago. Um, so if you have Counter-Strike Go, why? But also, just kidding, but also um, <laughs> Counter-Strike 2 will be a free upgrade uh, in this, this summer when it comes out if you have Counter-Strike Go. So uh, it's going through a limited test era right now. Uh, which is exciting, I guess. Uh, it's a very, I don't know, I'm like afraid of Counter-Strike. I feel like it's a very scary, very toxic environment. Um, but 2 has like some new features. It's got like uh, new smoke particles, right? Are we excited or what? Um, it's just a new, it's like a new, it's like a new gen game, you know? So it, it just looks and feels different. Um 
um, they're on the page where they announce it. You can look at like a slider that shows you the updates to the maps that they made. And like most of it looks better, but there's one that's a restroom. And I mean, it's mostly an art style change more than a graphical change. But the very funny thing is that they updated the water fountain because the old <laughs> yeah. CSGO map has like a traditional water fountain. And then the new version has like a water fountain with one of the water bottle fillers. Yeah. I'm like, whose decision was that? That's so funny. A trinkwasser. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Or is That's that what just, it says. Oh, it just on says the, that. Yeah. So this must be Germany. Is the is Go? Well, I know you don't play it, so. I know nothing about Go. All I know is that um, I feel like after Overwatch 2, I'm worried for <laughs> Counter-Strike players. And I know this is not the same company. This is not Blizzard, so we don't have to worry as much probably. But I bet after what happened with Overwatch, there's definitely some CSGO players that are biting their nails right now. Yeah. Um, I'm indifferent. And also, like, especially with some of these sliders, the updates look pretty minimal on a lot of them. So it's like, I it's similar to Overwatch 2. Even if it's good, it's similar to Overwatch 2 in that I'm like, is there a point to this update? I'm going to say maybe not. I guess we'll, f I guess, well, we probably won't find out. We don't know. I don't know anybody who plays Counter-Strike, do you? No. And I don't think anybody who played Counter-Strike would want to talk to us. You know, have you met us? <laughs> no, I haven't. And I would like mm. to not meet us. So, uh, You know who I want to meet? Whom? I want to meet Gollum. Oh, oh, actually, I wanna... uh, mm. Gollum's here right now if you want to talk to him. Oh, my God. Hey, Go Gollum? Gollum? Hey, buddy. <laughs> it's his preciouses. Oh, hey. Uh-huh. How you doing, buddy? No! Uh-huh. Uh How you doing, buddy? No! No? Gives me the rings! Uh-huh. Uh... Uh, hey, buddy, I'm sorry. I'm really struggling to come up with questions to ask you. <laughs> uh, Kelly, uh, we're focused on Gollum. Can you stop laughing and let him talk? Sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Gollum. Well, but he doesn't have anything to say. He's looking at me like, like I'm crazy Wait, right you're, now. Oh, I thought you were in his. I thought he was in the Zoom chat. He's in the room with you. <laughs> He's here with me. <laughs> That's really scary. He's always with me. He's my little princess. He's oh. my little baby boy. He's my little nasty guy. Well, your nasty guy will be playable on your PlayStation or Xbox or PC. Shockingly soon, May 25th. Uh, we saw a new gameplay trailer. Well, I shouldn't say a trailer. 40 minutes of just raw footage. Um, it looks... Hmm. I think it looks like <laughs> what I expected it to look like, I'll say. Not uh, the... It it's something. It's something. Yeah. That's really a very generous way of saying what it is. I'll describe how I feel about it um, by quoting our friend Gollum, who just joined the show. No. He does say that. Yeah. He I'm, says that. I'm quite all right. Thank you, Gollum. I don't <laughs> want to play your game. 
But I'm excited to see how it turns out. I'm probably too excited to see how it turns out in just a few weeks here, May 25th, competing with potentially Suicide Squad. Yeah, what if it's like the greatest game ever made? Then in that case, Gollum will be coming back on the show to say yes. Wow. No, I, no. I, I hope that Gollum is a regular on the show. That's all I'll say. Yeah, Gollum's probably going to have to think of some more things to say. Uh, because yeah. Gollum's input and insight is not always relevant to video game discussion. Yeah, I think Gollum might have to practice his Gollum voice between episodes. That's all I'm going to say, is that maybe Gollum should put the work in outside oh. of the recordings. Oh, that's really to- weird because Gollum's <laughs> voice is Gollum's voice. He was bo- he was uh, born that way. Well, he, well no, he, he wasn't, wasn't. actually. Um, <laughs> but you shouldn't be criticizing him. Yeah, that's very mean to do. Well, it's not you, Kelly. It's Gollum. I'm not making fun of your voice, I'm Kelly. I'm defending him because he's here with me. He's my friend. He left the room. I watched. Well, him and your cat Cookie left together in sync. Like they did the same four-legged walk. What in sync? What about back the Backstreet Boys? They're back. All right. <laughs> Stop being so proud of that. Sorry. 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 <laughs> Um, so, you know, there's all sorts of drama with Call of Duty and Microsoft and PlayStation right now. Uh, we know there's this whole thing with the Activision Blizzard deal, uh, which has not actually been approved yet. Um, and a bunch of UK United Kingdom regulators, uh, called the Competition and Markets Authority, uh, have sided with Microsoft um, um, over concerns uh, that uh, <clears throat> Sony would remove Call of Duty from PlayStation if the Activision Blizzard deal went through. Uh, supposedly, uh, the 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 CMA, which is this these regulators or this regulator, there's uh, has some concern about. The cloud gaming market. Uh, okay. What? And the uh, investigation is supposed to be done by the end of April. Whatever that means. This is a bit that in the weeds dumb. for us gamers who I, I actually don't know how to read. So this news story was really difficult <laughs> for me, if you can imagine. Uh, I really yeah. had to just synthesize the information, like stare at my screen with my eyes and like hope for the best. Yeah. I'm really glad that. Those uh, pictures of the Microsoft Xbox logos and stuff helped you figure out all of those details. Thank you. I This part of the argument bothers me because it's currently PlayStation's biggest fighting point is that, oh, well, they're going to take Xbox. They're going to take uh, Call of Duty and put it just on Xbox. There are plenty of reasons to argue against the acquisition of Activision by Microsoft. Lots. A very long list. And I disagree with very few of them, you know? I think there's a lot of merit to to all those arguments. The argument about Call of Duty is nonsense. Microsoft is outwardly offering to sign 10-plus-year contracts with all of these publishers and already has with Steam, with Nintendo... They're clearly interested in putting it everywhere that they can. So, like, I don't think, and they've been public about the fact that they have signed, they have offered that to PlayStation. 
I don't know why PlayStation is dying on the hill that is a blatant lie versus picking the more valid arguments about monopolization. Probably because then they wouldn't be able to monopolize themselves down the line. Yeah, they don't want to. Yeah, they don't want to say anything, and then you know, two years from now, when they want to buy whoever Square, oop, Square Enix, more like Circle Penis. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know why I said it. Okay, I'm, I don't know, but it's, it's I got the get, audience is going to be blindsided. I got to get locked up. Somebody's got to lock me up. We're going to lock you up. And do you want to know the only thing that we're going to give you to be entertained? What? A Wii U and a 3DS. <laughs> but there's going to be nothing on them, Kelly. And guess what? We'll g- even give you a credit card so you can go to the, the eShops and buy things. Yep. But you won't be able to, Kelly. Oh. Because as of today, time of recording, March 27th. Actually, at time of recording, we have two and a half hours left. At time of recording, we have two and a half hours left before the death of... The final death of the Wii U and 3DS eShops. We had plenty of warning, but I thought it was worth bringing up the fact that these two beautiful services are dying on this day. Rest in peace. What's the last game you bought from the eShop? Oh, uh, the 3DS eShop. I'm going to guess that the last thing I got was Fire Emblem Fates. Um. What's the last version? Revelation. Revelation. Yeah. That's probably the last time I bought something. No, 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 no. Smash for Wii U and 3DS DLC I bought. I see. That was the last thing. That was probably the last thing I bought for both consoles was the Smash DLC. Well, I'll tell you, I didn't have a Wii U, but I am the same. The last thing I bought on the eShop was um, Fire Emblem Fates Revelations. Revelation? Revelation. And it was not worth it. (laughs) Well, now now no one can ever buy it again. Sorry. Yeah. Now they'll just have to pirate it, which is not unethical anymore. Yeah. Now you can just be silly. And when Nintendo's like, why are you pirating our games? You can just be like, I was just being silly. Just like you guys. (laughs) You can't. You can't. I can't get in trouble for being a silly little guy. You can't prosecute silliness. You can't. Folks. You cannot prosecute silliness. And I'm always saying this. Quote us in court. Well, all right, hold on. Let's <laughs> dial it back a little bit. Better call Kelly. <laughs> Kelly will defend you against silliness accusations. Yes. Yes. And she will come to that courtroom and say, yeah, my client was being silly. Is that illegal? I don't think so. Slap the book on the table. Boom. Freedom. Freedom! And start that, you know, Better Call Kelly theme song. Um, yeah. Doom, I was going to do it, but then doom. I was like, maybe I won't. I started wow. doing the Breaking Bad. Let me get my string guitar out. I think if it was a faster theme, I'd be more inclined to sing it. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, rest in peace. Rest in peace to the eShop. Perhaps also a big rest in peace to our favorite French company. It's not my favorite French company. (laughs) No, I feel like there's much better options. Uh, Ubisoft. Remember when they were like, we're totally going to E3, you guys. They committed pretty hard. Uh, Well, 
<laughs> something really silly happened where they were like, actually, we're not going to E3. Sorry. We're <laughs> hosting an independent summer event on Oof. June 12th. Ow. Um, <sighs> so, you know, more power to them. We'll probably see some Assassin's Creed uh, Mirage. And then that's probably it. Oh. So that I, must sting. It's like really embarrassing. It's like like E3 is like like they invited all their friends to the party and then like their friend's friend was like, "Hey, can I come? I'll come to the party." And they were like, "Yeah, sure." And then all their regular friends were like, "We're not coming anymore." But the friend's friend was still coming and they're like, "Oh, I'm not really it's that just close one person." With you. Yeah, it's kind of awkward. And then the friend's friend is like, "Ooh, I don't really want to come anymore." That's like embarrassing on a, on a number of levels. Yeah, and then the friend's friend's brother-in-law is still like really really excited and that's konami <laughs> <laughs> and at this point i think the host of the party being e3 is just like i have two options let konami come over and try to build something fun or light my house on fire and right now it sounds like e3 might be leaning towards the the self-firing house yeah the, the self-immolation yeah like uh, like that monk monk he set himself monkey. on fire, remember? Not yeah. saying that E3 is at all similar to no. a peacefully protesting monk who sacrificed his life. Um. Anyway. I think we should really move on because I don't <laughs> know where to take that anymore. Sorry. Sorry. Brought down the mood a little bit. Uh, I'm not going to transition. I'm just going to talk. Nintendo tweeted. They tweeted, Kelly. Take a deep breath. I can't. I have acid reflux. I'll burp. Okay. Don't. <laughs> okay. Don't take it. Here. I'll take it for you. <gasps> Nintendo tweeted. They said, join Legend of Zelda series producer Igeo Onoma for roughly 10 minutes of gameplay from Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. That's coming out March 28th at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're listening to this time of release... Uh, what are you doing listening to this podcast at 6 a.m. on the dot? Thank you. <laughs> but also, please don't wake up to listen to our podcast. Um, so don't tell people not to listen to our podcast. No, no. Just don't wake up for the purpose of listening, and that's it. Like, it comes out at 6, but, like, you don't have to be there at 6 to be special. We love all of but you. But if you really love us, you would. You're right. Actually, if you don't listen at 6, are you a real one? Do you even like us? <laughs> Anyway, odds are, statistically speaking, this thing is already out. So if you're interested in seeing 10 minutes of Zelda footage, check it out. We will definitely be talking about it next week. I am 40% on the fence about whether I watch it or not. 60% chance that I watch it, 40% chance that I avoid it. Wow. It was like a definite avoid, but then I realized it's going to be hard to avoid like clips on Twitter and stuff. What if I watch it and tell you what happens in it and then you can be like okay here's what i'm gonna watch now yeah i guess i should just okay i'll watch it there, i'm okay i'm 80 20 i'm 80 percent chance gonna watch it you'll find out next week if i watched it <laughs> true are you excited i am i sure am i'm gonna <gasps> see i'd like to see link i'd like to see zelda i'd like to see Maybe some more plot elements. Um, I don't think you'll see that. 
I think they're they said gameplay, so I feel like it's cool. Sorry. It's fine. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm... freak the f ing heck out. Whoa. Yeah, you better freaking you better freaking stop me before I go crazy. I'm gonna make a conspiratorial comment. Okay. So you know how there was that rumor of that Switch OLED for Tears of the Kingdom that was like pretty substantiated and there were tons of pictures? Yes. The controllers in front of Mr. Awanuma in this tweet are just the regular Switch OLED controllers and they do not match that Tears of the Kingdom OLED. So I really would be surprised if that got announced tomorrow. And if it doesn't get announced tomorrow, I'd be surprised if that edition is even coming out. <clears throat> yeah, I would. Yeah, I would think that they would talk about it tomorrow. And if not, then I would agree. They're probably not doing it. <clears throat> yeah. So. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm now 90-10 is the split. Wow. Things have changed rapidly. I'll also be at work, so I can't watch it live. And this is the first time in a very long time that I have been not able to watch like a Nintendo reveal of some sort live. And it kind of stings. Yeah. It burns a little bit. I know. That sucks. I feel your pain. I'm in pain. Well, stop. Just stop it. Okay. Uh, how about instead we talk about what we played? Kelly, did oh. you play any new games? Um, uh, no. I turned that around on you. Made you feel a fool. I know that I played all of the Resident Evil remakes back in October. So it mm -hmm. was expected that I would play four. But I am actually kind of broke right now, so I'm kind of trying to save money. Um, even though I really want to see my little oo-woo, baby boy, stinky guy. Stinky? Well, he's probably stinky after the events of four. Mm, yeah. My little but, like, he doesn't start stinky. Right. My little cat boy, uh, Leon. I... Yeah. Leon. Leon! Um, it's fine. <laughs> It's fine. I'll get to I'll, it. I'll talk about it in a minute. Sorry. That's I, okay. I feel like, are you going to want to take your headphones off because you're going to be sad, not even for spoilers? No, no, it's okay. I mean, I know are what happens sure? in the game, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but what if it's different? Then I guess I'll just suffer. I won't tell you if it's different. Well, I'll tell you if it's different, but I won't tell you the spoilers. Okay. I play games. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you. <laughs> Uh, I got a few things to talk about. One is that I finished Wo Long Fallen Dynasty. We took a week off, so I, I had a lot of gaming time. And I think last time I had talked about that game, I had played like an hour. I don't think I beat the first boss. I don't think I beat the first boss when I, we first talked. Meaning I have finished all 16 levels and all 16 major bosses. This game is metal. And I know I used that description when I talked about it the first time, but the parrying and combat system are just so satisfying, so fluid. I had an absolute ball playing it. It was not nearly as difficult as I expected. There were a couple bosses that I got hung up on. There was one right in the middle of the game that was super difficult. Although I Googled it and people were talking about how it took them like four, five, six hours and stuff of attempts. And I'm like, oh, it took me an hour. <laughs> like an hour's a long time, but like, Reddit made me feel very competent at this video game. Yeah. Um, and then the final boss was like incredibly cool um, and super long. So it felt like it took a long time, but it only took four attempts. It was just that each attempt was like 10 minutes almost. 
So it's kind of like that brutal, that brutal circle, which is like why the Elden Ring final boss was so brutal because like, even though it wasn't the most difficult thing in the world, it was such a long attempt every time. And I played it drastically underleveled. Mm-hmm. Um, this game, I was also, according to the game, like 10 to 15 levels under the recommendation at all times. And I didn't have like any trouble. Like I beat most bosses. I'd say I beat about half the bosses in one try. And then the other, most of the other half was like three tops. And then there were two bosses that took a lot of attempts, and then the final boss took me four. So, like, I was not getting hung up very often on this game. The mechanics of... have I I don't think I did explain. And, Kelly, are you familiar with how the, the prestiging works, essentially? No, not at all. So this game's means of balancing the difficulty and giving you control is like a ranking system. So as you walk through the levels, there's these little flag posts that you place down and they kind of half of them serve as uh, like bonfires from our Dark Souls. So it's like a save point. If you die, you go back there. You can also go there to level up. But there's also like uh, partial ones. So they don't they don't act as save points, but they do refresh your health at that moment and they raise your ranking. Your ranking starts at zero at the beginning of every single level and it goes up to 20 and every enemy has their own ranking. So let's say you're approaching an enemy. They're rank three. You're rank zero. You are going to have a tough time with that enemy. Even if it's just a grunt, they can hit really hard and they take a lot less damage from your hits. If you go over to a flag post, you stick it in, your rank goes up sometimes two, sometimes three, and then for the little ones, it'll only go up one. When you approach that enemy again, if you're level three, rank three, or higher, you'll have a substantially easier time. That means all of the bosses generally fall around 1920 rank. You can choose how difficult you want the bosses of each level to be with that system. Granted, even if you are matched with them, even if you are rank 20, it is still going to be difficult. The alternative that you can do, because 20 is the highest you can get by default, meaning when you die, your rank gets reset. You can go around and grind enemies, which raises your rank even higher, which can get up to 25. So if you're having a very tough time with a boss, get to rank 20, walk around and kill a bunch of enemies, and that gets you up to 25. The nice thing also is that if you get to rank 25 and you fight a boss and die, it doesn't reset. It goes back to 20, but the second you step back in that boss room, it's back to 25. That's a very generous mechanic because there were times where I just happened to be like rank 23 or 24 by the time I got to the boss. And it made it so I didn't have to feel like, oh, I just wasted a bunch of time getting here. It stays when I go back to that boss room. Um, that is, I think, the most unique mechanic that they came up with. And it was a really good way of balancing the difficulty. If you want to have a hard time, don't spend as much time exploring the levels. Exploring the levels was one of my favorite parts, if not my favorite part of the, the entire game. It's the really intricate design levels. There's a lot of verticality. And finding those flag posts is really exciting to find some of them are really well hidden but still like reasonable nothing's unfair um and it also makes it like fun to explore because you know these enemies are more difficult if you don't explore well so it makes the combat more reasonable um even if it's always difficult i think elden ring kind of primed me for this game in a really interesting way because i went into it being like i gotta dodge you can't dodge well you can but it uses up some of your your stamina meter and if your stamina meter hits zero, you are susceptible to attacks. You can't move for a few seconds. And that's really brutal with some of these enemies that have very quick attacks. Um, 
when you dodge, it uses some of your stamina. Versus if you do just a parry button, it uses a tiny bit of your stamina. And if you successfully parry, you gain an incredible amount of stamina and you can do a power attack. Um, your your stamina meter kind of works like if you've played Sekiro or the Neo games. If it's in the red, that means you're in like going into the negative. And when it goes into the blue, that means you have positive stamina. It gives you a lot of options. I really liked this game. If you have Game Pass, I highly suggest giving it a chance. Um, I cannot vouch for its last-gen performance. There were quite a bit of loading screens on the Series X, um, and they were usually sem- somewhat quick, but I did find that frustrating because there were a couple bosses in particular where you would die, and you'd have like a 10-second loading screen, not a big deal, but then you'd go back to the boss door, and there'd be another like 10-15 to 15 second loading screen. And I know I'm just spoiled by current-gen loading times, but that ended up feeling quite frustrating because I was like, oh, every time I die, I have to sit here and watch the screen. And Elden Ring got me really spoiled because it would, it was usually just a couple seconds and there was like no loading between bosses. Um, but if you have an Xbox and Game Pass, highly recommend it. If you have PlayStation or PC and you think this is going to be your jam, give it a try. Maybe go see if they have it at your library, rent it on Gamefly or whatever people do nowadays. Gamefly? I still use Gamefly, but I do for their used game sales. I do not have a subscription. <laughs> wow, that's a throwback. I haven't heard People that. People must in a be long still time. using it. It's yeah. still around. People must. Yeah, you, you're single-handedly funding Gamefly right now. <laughs> <laughs> when I buy a used game once every like four months from them for ten dollars, yeah. Uh, it's I, you know what? There's been times lately where I'm like, that's not a bad option, but. I like to keep games, so I tend to rent from the library games that I'm not as excited about, but anyway. Uh, next game that I played, I've already talked about as well, and that's Octopath Traveler 2. I have not finished that. Where Wolong took me 24 hours to beat Octopath, I have 35 hours in, and I am not done. Uh, I, according to PlayStation, am 70% of the way through. So I am in the home stretch, but I will say that this game continues to get better. Um, there's a couple stories of the eight main stories that I'm not as keen on, but some of the characters, namely Particio and Oswald and Throne, I'm super invested in their plot lines, and I really like them from a gameplay perspective as well. I think there's a lot of diversity, and it, it really gives you the option to kind of party up however you see fit. I decided to have three party members that are always in my party, that being uh, the thief Throne, the magician Oswald, and then the uh, apothecary Casty, because I really like the gameplay combinations of those three. And then I just cycle out the fourth member when I'm doing one of their plot lines. Um, that's personally how I found the most fun. And I hope that I'll be able to finish next couple weeks. I'm not going to make any promises, but. I'd like to have it done sometime in April. Um, definitely before Tears of the Kingdom, I'll, I'll make sure I get this one done for you. But Woo! it'll be a little difficult because oh. I'm playing something else. Oh? Oh. I already said I was playing it, so I feel like it's mostly just been people waiting. I talked about Wolong for a lot longer than I thought I would. Oops. It happens. Oops. You talked about it for a whole long time. <laughs> Whoa, long review. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, that joke never gets old. Well, let's just say that it does. Does what? Get old. And perhaps it's gone on for too woe long. 
Sorry. Oh, my laugh was that was I reacted too positively. <laughs> I played Resident Evil 4 Remake 2023 on my PlayStation 5. Uh, I have not finished it. This game is pretty fresh out the gate, but I've gotten a decent amount of the way through. Uh, I'll leave my impressions to basically just a surface level understanding of what I'm playing because I can't tell you a lot about the late game story or late game gameplay stuff. But having come off Wolong, this game does have a great parry mechanic. You can parry with your knife. The knife is also a expendable resource, which is really hard to get used to if you've played the original. Um, there's a lot of things that have been changed in subtle ways. Uh, the design of the level is definitely a good bit different. The only thing that I found where I'm like, yeah, this is the exact same so far is that opening town. Um, but I feel like that's something they kind of had to do one-to-one because it's so iconic. That first fight against the mob of uh, of weird sort of infected people. You didn't know what was going on. It was very mysterious and terrifying. Um, biggest difference is that you can shoot a lantern and it falls on the cow and then the cow runs away because there's fire in his house and then he hits a bunch of the enemies. Um, which I thought was cute until they killed the cow. No! So. Yeah. And then also Leon went, you can bill me for the repairs. And I was like, oh, this game is still stupid. <laughs> Thank God. Um, because he still said the bingo line right. where everybody leaves and he goes, where's everybody going? Bingo. bingo. Yeah. And I'm glad they did like stuff like that. But I hope that they keep it up with a lot of new, uh, new stupid lines as well. Not just the old ones. <laughs> we need new stupid. I need new stupid in my life. Always. I can only talk to Kelly for so long every week. Sometimes oh, I need Leon to be stupid too. God. I'm stupid too. Are you going to pretend that you're not? We're I... stupid together. <laughs> We're like Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yeah, except just Tweedledum. We're just we, both me and you. Dumb. I'm Tweedledum and you're Tweedle Stupid. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks so much for listening, everybody. I'm not done talking about Resident Evil Four I'm Remake done. 2023 PlayStation Five version. I'm done hearing about it because I'm upset. Okay, I'm almost done. Also, I'm protesting. About it, so. mm. I'm boycotting this podcast. Well, boy, do you got. Do you caught more to hear about? Ugh. Anyway, uh, I just feel like this game so far has just the right amount of old and new. Um, the only thing that I wish was like when you go to save, um, I really wish that the music was exactly the same as the save room music from Resident Evil 4. It's new and it's like definitely a callback, but I was just like, that's one thing where I was like, I wanted that music. I love the save room music from Resident Evil 4. And I wish it was one-to-one, but oh well. Um, and like when you receive your video call, uh, when you receive the video calls, it doesn't stop the game anymore. It just play, puts a little uh, little image of the character talking on screen. Um, and I actually really like that because I think it allows you to keep exploring the world versus stopping to hear this like kind of stagnant cutscene. And the sound of receiving the phone call is exactly the same. And I was like, ooh, I love that. I feel like it's just the right amount of like, playing to nostalgia and also creating something new and exciting. And right off the bat, I can say that if you haven't played the original, which like that game's old and a lot of our listeners are similar age to us. I don't blame people for not having played that game. How old were we when that game even came out? Like Ugh. many Maybe years like young, 15 or four. No, you were like seven. Oh God. 
Yeah. When did it come out? 2007? Four, I thought. 2005? I thought it came out in 2004. Uh, 2005. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was 18 years ago. So I was seven years old. Uh, what were you, not nine? Yeah. That's Eight crazy. Great. Okay, so yeah, I don't blame... The, our audience falls very similar in age range to us. If you were seven years old when Resident Evil 4 came out, can anybody really blame you for not playing it? You know? Right. right. <clears throat> so I feel like this is a good way to go back. Um, if you don't have access to an Oculus Quest 2, because I feel like that's the most modern reimagining of it, this is now... Well, now this is the most modern reimagining of it, so... Highly recommended. I'm enjoying it a great deal. I assume I'll be back to talk about it next week because I'm going to keep playing it and I'm having a ball doing so. Also, Leon looks so good. Oh, and a little tip. If you're playing this on uh, current gen consoles, there is a frame rate and resolution mode. The resolution mode runs at 60 frames per second. So don't pick the frame rate mode. I've seen like a couple tiny drops in the frame rate, but I'll take the ray tracing you know i'd rather have ray tracing with an occasional drop from 60 to like 55 than to have 60 fps but no ray tracing that's my opinion right <clears throat> that's my opinion that's my opinion <laughs> i remember fine oh anyway well, well gotta go get back to my cat boy just what cat boy leon leon Oh, you're not. Are you getting the game because I talked about it? I don't know. No, I have to wait. Probably go get at the library. Weekend. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go to the library and they're going to be like, we have this game for you right now, right here. Why are you laughing? That's what they do. They don't. They don't do it at my library. They my don't. Library. No. Why don't your library have games? Because my library is too big for games. I. Wait, what? Wouldn't big mean that there's more games? <laughs> no, I don't know. I genuinely do have to check. But I, I hardly, I don't think that they would have it because it's so new. And also, my li I live in a city and there's one library and I can only imagine the, it's a really big library. So, library. so a lot of people. Yeah. So if they do have it, it's probably gone by now. So Yeah. I mean, even my library, which is a lot smaller, the game, like new games are hard to come by. Um, yeah. Because I just I just came upon um, Last of Us Part 1, and I haven't seen that since that game came out in September. So, and I'm, oh, I got that game. I haven't, I played like 30 minutes, but I'm not going to talk about it until I finish it. Because I've talked about the game plenty on this show. Yes. Um, I also got Kirby. Triple Deluxe, or Kirby. Triple, Kirby Return to Dreamland Deluxe, sorry. Kirby. How dare I confuse Kirby Return to Dreamland Deluxe and Kirby Triple Deluxe. Yeah. You need to go to jail for that. I'm on my way. All right. That's enough. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I feel like that's a good way to end it, right? Make people unpleasant, unhappy. Yeah, I love to make people unhappy. I, You heard it here first, folks. Kelly Knock 2023. I love to make people unhappy. <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you have a really swell week, a really swell day. I hope you enjoy it. No, I'm being serious. I mean it. After you just said that you like making people unhappy, you expect me to believe uh, you? I, I can explain. <laughs> uh, okay. Bye.